Hello, everybody, and welcome to the freshest episode of the 12-6 podcast. It's your boy, Mario. I'm joined with my co-host, Ryan. What up, man? Not much, man. Just here on a, on a sad Monday. Not for all people, but um, especially for those 49er fans out there. So uh, it's a sad Monday. I'm just, I'm just happy that you agree to go ahead and do this one today. Listen, so. man, it's tough, man. It's tough. You know, we have a <clears throat> we have a couple episodes coming up this week. We got a, a UFC coming one, uh, one coming up later in the week for uh, the the big card we have in a couple weeks. So we're going to be making predictions there, and, and we have a an NASCAR potentially coming out as well. So that'll be fun. It'll be the first time we talk about that here, but. Uh, this one right here, uh, this one hurts, man. This one's hurting me a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, as you know, yesterday, Championship Sunday, Niners, they uh, they blew it hard, man. Blew it hard. You're going up 17-7 to in the fourth quarter. You're feeling good. You're feeling like you're going to another Super Bowl. And then, you know, the Rams come out and score 13 points in the fourth quarter and, and take you down by three points. So, uh, it's tough, man. I don't even know where to begin on this one. I don't know, Ryan. I don't know how much of the game you saw or like what you've been hearing, but uh, how about you go first? Just give me some of your thoughts, man. Yeah, so I was able to catch the last, actually, the second half of the game because on Sunday I had to work. I had to work a little bit these basketball tournaments I do, but dude, I mean that's the thing about kind of like what you said right there. Like they were up, right, thirteen seven. Yep. Correct, and like so, no, seven, they were up seventeen to seven in the. Fourth oh, they're up quarter. seventeen to seven in the fourth quarter, and. It's, they had every shot to pull it away and just seal the deal there, you know, like the dropped interception, that right there. That was I mean, there was a lot of time left. There was nine minutes left, so who knows what would have happened. Jimmy G might have thrown another interception, but to give him the ball right back, you never know. But just little things like that, dude. I mean, if that guy catches the ball, we might be here on a uh, victory Monday versus a sad, a very sad and depressed Monday. So the Niners had all the chances in the world to just put the game away, seal the deal, and and send Jimmy G off on a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl run, but wasn't the case, man. And uh, unfortunately for all Niners fans, Niners Nation, it just didn't end up how you guys wanted. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot of things I can say. I mean, I know. Uh, I mean, I watched every single second of this game. Obviously, as many many of us did. Um, I have a few problems with the way it went down. Uh, one of the biggest things that I did not like out of how we lost this game is how Debo Samuel got his final touch. In the twelfth minute of the fourth quarter, mm. why is our best player rushing or receiving? Why is he receiving his last touch of the ball twelve and a half minutes into the fourth quarter? Why? Why? Mm. Why? Why isn't he getting more of the opportunity there? Not to mention that last touch he had was a first down rush. He rushed for a first down. He got like seven, eight yards, whatever it was. It was a big game. It was a first down. They're out of timeouts. Sean McVay screwed that up for him. Uh, you know, they lost a couple weapons early, like Tyler Higby. He was out from the start. Uh, it it just it just wasn't looking good for the Rams, and we kind of just we kind of just gave it back to him. And I'm a big Kyle Shanahan guy. Uh, his biggest thing, man, is is figuring out what to call in the fourth quarter because we have blown two decently sized leads. I mean, a lot of people were figuring, you know, what the Niners are probably going to pull this one away and, and end it. And he did the same thing against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl a couple years back. He did it today, or he did it yesterday. So, uh, obviously, first things first, Debo Samuel getting a touch of the ball, not for the rest – I mean, for the majority of the fourth quarter. That's the biggest thing to me. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, the Jacarius Tart drop of the interception, man. Matthew Stafford gave it to him. He threw it right, it right to him, right dude. To his hands. He underthrew it by 10 yards, and it just landed right in the dude's bread basket. He threw it right to him, and he dropped it. And, like, I, I just remember thinking in my head at that moment, I was like, he just gave this team over here who is 
probably the most loaded talented, with talent, the most dude. talented team name wise on paper in football, right? And that means a lot in football because when you have your stars, they usually shine. And, and you know, you got Odell Beckham Jr., Cooper Cup, and all these guys that you have as targets. If you give them an extra, an extra down, or even you know, I mean, that was that was an interception. That was a turnover. You know, you give you you, you give that back to them. They're gonna make you're gonna make they're gonna make it hurt, and they did. And they and they scored. They went down, and, and that's just the way it was, man. Uh, so yeah, man. A couple of my things there. Jacarius Tart really got us, uh, and then uh, Debo not getting a touch late on there really screwed us over. So dude, going back to that, I, I was unaware of that. I did not know that he didn't. His last touch came with twelve minutes left in the game. Yep. That's I mean that's inexcusable. <laughs> I did not know that. That's one hundred percent inexcusable. But you talked about prior. Shanahan's reign as a 49ers coach. You've talked about him giving up these leads, giving up these leads late. Well, dude, he's he is responsible for the most notorious blown lead in all of football history, dude. Yep, when Falcons. he was the offensive coordinator of the Falcons, and they were up 28 to 3 against the Patriots. And in the second half, dude, he just refused to run the ball. They're passing the ball, it seemed like on every time, every down, stopping the clock. Um, and Patriots don't really back, won the Super Bowl. Yep. Here they're up with 12 minutes. They're up with nine minutes left, and you're not giving the ball to Debo Samuel to, dude, just hand it off to him and let him make plays. You know yeah. he's electric, dude. He's the fastest dude in the field. He's absolutely electric in the backfield. And the fact that a, you're not going to let him run clock out, and b, just let him do his thing, dude. Let him get you first downs. Let he's him. He's been doing it all playoffs. He's been doing it all year, year long, Packers, all year long. The Cowboys, yeah, he's done it against everybody. Um, the Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, I mean, I give the guy credit. He's, he's a guy out of Louisiana, right? You know, didn't really have many eyeballs on him, and he, you know, he rushed for nine or sixty yards in the regular season this year, over a thousand, if you include the postseason, right? So, he he was he's been magnificent all year. I'm not going to put the guy down. He's been great. He will be great for the Niners. He was not great yesterday. He was getting stuffed everywhere. He couldn't find a lane. He couldn't find an opening. He could not find a window against him. And to be fair, you got the Rams. You got Von Miller. You got Aaron Donald. You got those guys that are gonna they're gonna rush you and they're gonna take you down, man. Uh, if they can read, if they can read what you're doing, you know. And usually, when we don't have Debo in the backfield, if Mitchell's there, you know, they're gonna they're gonna read that. They know it's probably going to him and, and on the run. So that's why it was a little difficult. Um, I know Ben mentioned. I know he he reached out in the in the group chat. He's like, "Where's where's where's Kyle Shanahan's trick plays? We didn't see much of that yesterday. That's one thing too that like we need out of Shanahan to, to come up with those plays. Give me something. Give me something different. Give me something odd. That's how they beat them in game uh, week 18. You know, the Debo toss into the end zone to Juwan Jennings. That's how we we beat teams like that. And it just wasn't there yesterday. Um, the defense was was good. Faltered at the end there a little bit. Um, Nick Bosa with I believe two sacks. He's all time sack leader in uh, Fortnite's history in the postseason. Believe it or not, considering we won five Super Bowls in the past, uh, we had some great talent. Past Charles Haley. All-time sack leader, so congrats to you, Nick Bosa. He's going to be a force for the years to come in the Niners uniform. Um, yeah, man, can't really say nothing bad about the defense besides the, the tart drop. Um, ah, man, I, it's just it's just uh, one of those that you, you should have had, and you just and you let it go, man. So yeah, I mean, you can't blame the defense, dude. You can't really can't it, blame man. the defense. Rams are good, man. They've, they've been dropping points left and right on everybody. I mean, they scored what, what they scored the thirty whatever on the on the Bucks. Uh huh. They beat what are the forty on the Cardinals, right? Thirty forty. Right? Yeah. So they hold this team to twenty points. I mean, that's. I mean, dude, if you if you got Cooper Cup, you got um, Odell Beckham, you got Cam Akers, you got you got playmakers all over the field. Matt yeah. Stafford, and you hold them to seventeen points all the way down to the end. I mean, that's so, dude. You chalk that up as a win. If you hold the Rams to seventeen points, <clears> every single time it should be chalked up as a win. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if he makes that interception, they got thirteen points. Mm-hmm. You beat them right there. That's it. 
you're done. You don't you get the interception, you run out the clock, maybe you get a couple first downs, you get a field goal. That's it. You win the game. You hold them to 13. The Rams had no business getting 20 points in that game, even. That's how good the Niners defense is. And man, it's 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 rough. It is rough. Yeah. And like I get the Rams have their their front four on defense is insane. Right, with Von Miller, Aaron Donald at the middle. It's really hard to run against them. But yeah. dude, when your leading rusher is Debo Samuel for twenty six yards. It's not gonna get it done. It's not gonna man. get done. Well, especially like I know you love Jimmy G, dude, but he's he's kind of limited a little bit, right? No, dude, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that Jimmy G is like the best thing ever, though. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I will say this: the game he had yesterday was good enough for my from the game I was seeing. It was good enough to win up until the fourth quarter. He was magnificent. I believe that they showed a graphic on on, on the TV there. He had a 125 passer rating, QB rating, right? So that right there, man, that's 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 a telltale sign that you know we're probably gonna win this game. You know, and, and right right into the fourth quarter, the Rams were threatening already. That's why they dropped, you know, that the third team because they already had a possession in the end zone, really. I mean, starting the fourth quarter. So I mean they just put up seven right away. Uh oh man, I, I think uh I, I like you can't lean on defense. Jimmy had a good, decent game up until the fourth quarter. Uh, I know I'm not as hard on him as a lot of people are. I don't think he's going to be back. I heard I you know saw some things on the athletic uh, saying that the Vikings might be looking at him even if they have Kirk Cousins there. I saw that could be a possibility. I like I think he's going to the Steelers, right? Steelers maybe if maybe if the Packers don't bring back Aaron Rodgers, right, might be a destination for him. Um, anybody like that, but I think his time is done with the with the, with the Niners. Uh, I mean, he's he had a good run, man. No, he did. He did, have a, he did have a great run. Uh, I remember the game I was talking earlier, the game against the Saints where he dropped, you know, 48 points, whatever it was. I mean, that The guy has his moments. He just he just faltered under pressure a little bit. And the way the game was going, man, after the Rams got that field goal, there was no chance in hell that I was going to score and win that game. I don't care who whoever it was, whatever. They had the momentum. They were shutting us down. They, they stopped Debo at the 15-yard or whatever it was. There was no way we were going to win that game. So, at that point, it was like a minute and a half. We had no timeouts, all that stuff. So, it just wasn't going to happen at that point, man. Um, so, yeah, man, I was I was thankful for Jimmy G. Wherever he goes, he's probably gone. We'll see where he goes. But uh, I'll never boo my guy. That's all I'm going to say. Never boo my guy. I mean, honestly, dude, like I, I totally agree with you. Jimmy G's gone. And I think as a Niners fan, I would think I would be very excited about the the prospect. I mean, once you guys traded Jerry Lance, Trey Lance, or drafted for Trey Lance, right? I yeah, think yeah. everyone knew it was we've be always we've been excited for him, man. Right. We've been excited for the guy. He's a dual threat quarterback. He's fast. He's big. You look at some of his tape from what, North Dakota State or wherever it was, right? South Dakota, where the hell, whichever one yeah, it North was. North Dakota right? State. Yep. Yeah, dude. I mean, they played. Uh, they played in like the. You help me out here. Like the collegiate league that wasn't the collegiate, like wasn't D one. Yeah, they played in the. Uh, in the uh the B the B no at the F yeah the FCS the football championship series so, it's like, so it wasn't it's the like bowl step, series it's a step down right? So right a little bit but he still was good he still put up numbers uh, he looked good well he, looked he went to the, the same he went to the same college Carson Wentz went to and Carson Wentz was good right so I mean you, Carson Wentz still yeah he Car, yeah he yeah. I put them in the same tier, right? <laughs> Carson Wentz is in the same tier to me as Jimmy G is, dude. Like you think he's the type of quarterback where I mean Carson Wentz. Granted, he was injured when they went to the Super Bowl, but he still, throughout the regular season, he led the Eagles to a very successful year. He led the Colts to a successful year. Even though they missed the playoffs, they still had a successful year. He's in the same tier to me as Jimmy G is. We're like, he'll do just enough for your team. 
but he won't take your team himself over the top. He's not like a yeah. play. He's not a difference. You know, yeah. Mahomes is a difference. Mahomes is a hundred percent. Joe Burrow difference. Difference. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they're like the X factor. Those guys, they'll do just enough at the quarterback to to not lose you games. I could see like I I could see Trey Lance making a like. That's what I'm saying. Times. That's why I would be very excited for Trey Lance, dude. Yeah, no, the ceiling is through the roof right now for that guy. Right? I'm already looking forward for Taylor in town, man. I'm pumped. Right, dude. And like, if you look at Jimmy G's contract, like, dude, he was making 24 million dollars this year. That is a huge. That's probably close to a quarter. I mean, dude, that's like a lot of your of your of your cap space right yeah. there. You got Trey Lance stepping in, dude. He's making five million dollars a year. Yeah, whatever the this frees up so much yeah. cap for you guys to go get more talent around all your young stars dude. so so this is the problem with that too <clears throat> like then they got without jimmy g i think it's 24 million dollars in space and then with jimmy gone you'll probably free up about 50 right you assume debo he's he's gonna get you know extended so you're assuming about 30 million of that right for probably the most talented receiving threat in the game in terms of like running back well you gotta look receivers. at what wide receivers command like 25 at most for Debo? No, 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 no. I'm thinking Debo Football. gets 25 30, man. Who's the, Devontae Adams is looking for 30 Basically, you got to look. Who's the highest paid wide receiver right now in the league? Which I don't know, I but I can look you. it up really quick. All I know is I know Devontae Adams is looking for 30. I don't know if he's going to get it, but that's something that he's looking for. The highest paid wide receiver in the league is DeAndre Hopkins at $27 million. Okay. The next below that, uh, yeah, Julio Jones, 22 So Debo will fall somewhere right in there. And that and that would be great. I'll take I'll take Debo for twenty twenty five, give him five years twenty twenty five whatever the, the wide receivers that like in that like tier are making give it to him, and then you got to bring back Nick Bosa. I don't know what a defensive end makes in the NFL. A lot of money. Yeah, so he's gonna get a lot too. He has two years. Well, that's left. the thing with like these new contracts, dude. They I mean they're on like they're increasing every single year. But you look at who's making the highest right now, like Khalil Mack. His contract was like around twenty some million dollars a year. So Nick Bosa is gonna command that and more. Yeah. Right. No, JJ Watt. JJ Watt yeah. set the new. Bosa's probably going to make twenty to thirty million dollars. You would think, right? A pro bowler, still young. He's, he's got two years left. You probably wait a year to extend him. You probably get that extra year, right. you know, Like you know, cheap pay out of there. But so I misspoke. I meant his little brother, TJ Watt. TJ Watt. He's making twenty eight million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So again, Nick will start there, and then he'll he'll try to negotiate higher. You know, so dude, he might command any penny near thirty million and more. It's freaking Ohio State guys, man. It's crazy, man. It's I mean, they they breed the best, dude. <laughs> they, they breed the do. best. Man, they do. Man, I, that's what that's what they're worth, man. That's what they're worth. A guy like Vic Bosa is worth every penny, and they're gonna give it to him. Yeah. I mean, there you go. You give it. You give some to Devo. You give half to Devo. You give half to Nick, and there's your cap space. You're literally out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, and then you got other voids to fill too. So, I mean, it's gonna get a little tight, man. Gonna get a little tight, but that's why you hope while your new while while your new quarterbacks on his rookie deal, yeah, you yeah. have flexibility. Yeah, you know, like with if you have Trey Lance, a potential Pro Bowl talent making five million dollars a year, that's dude, that is like a dude. game changer. That, that is a game changer. Dude. I'm not saying the Niners are going anywhere. They're not. They're gonna be good. They got a lot of talent. Uh, they got a lot of guys locked up, and like so you got to get rid of guys like D Ford, man. I know D Ford is a big big name type guy, and making like ten million dollars, whatever it is, right. That's a decent amount for guy, you know, in in the NFL, right? Uh, get rid of get rid of him. Give him up to give him up to somebody. He was injured all year. Get get him out of it. Like, it's just it's just you gotta find. You're gonna have, that's what that's what they're gonna have to do. That's what uh, the Niners front office is gonna have to do. They're gonna have to get rid of those kinds of guys. They're gonna have to make up some space because they're gonna have to bring back Debo because he's on his last year of his deal. You don't want him running. You 
know, you don't want him going away. You don't want to have to have to franchise tag him either. You don't want to put that sour taste in his mouth either. So, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's 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 exciting being a Niners fan. Uh, I'm excited, man. I know I know Bears fans are are excited too. They got their new GM and stuff. But yes, sir. I'm hurt today, but I'm optimistic for the future, and I cannot wait for Game One of the season next year, my friend. I am waiting for it. So I'm, I'm salivating at my my lips for it. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I would be very excited too. Like the the future of the 49ers, it's not it's not going away. Like the future is still very very bright. Whereas if you look on the flip side, dude, the Rams they put all their eggs in this win, year's dude. basket, dude. They needed to win. Like they needed it. Odell's bro. Odell's a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yeah. So they traded away all their draft capital to get Von Miller to get Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Like they put all their eggs in this year's basket. Von so, Miller's a free agent too. Right. He could be playing for some somebody else here coming up soon too. So if I mean if the, if the Rams don't win it this year, dude, that'll be travesty. It will. It really will be, dude. Be a travesty. I mean, not to mention they don't. I mean, it's. I think it's important for them to win because they're still creating like a fan base in LA. Kind of like you know, it's kind of fresh, right? Right. Got to get people in. You got to get people excited. So it's good for them and like for the sport in that area. Not. I mean, they had the fucking Chargers. Right. The Chargers are there, right? Who else do they got? There's two. That's the only two teams in the area, right? Rams and the Chargers, LA. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was thinking Vegas. Vegas is the Raiders, but they're all the way in Nevada. Yeah. Here, so, yeah. No, I mean it's big for the sport there. So, uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's good that they're in from an NFL perspective. I know. And they'll be playing at home. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun to see that. Um, I don't know if I'll watch it. It might be too painful, but <laughs> we'll see, man. I'm going for the I'm going for the Bengals though. But dude, you're right. Debo Sam is a free agent, unrestricted free agent this year. After next year. No, this this is his final year of his contract. 2023 is an unrestricted free yeah, agent. Yeah, no, I'm saying like after this coming up season, he's he's a free agent. So like Oh correct. Yeah, so I think yeah, playoffs no, of twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they would have to tag him. And like from what I understand, the reports coming out, I don't believe one of the writers for the athletic uh is, is explaining, like, yeah, Debo wants to stay with the Niners. Obviously, you don't want to give him up. And I think he's gonna get a record setting deal, honestly, man, for a wide receiver. I I, I don't see how he doesn't. He's a dual threat. I mean, the guy's returning punts now and, and you know kickoffs. So, I mean, he does that. He does it all. And like, I, I don't see them. I don't see them not giving him what he wants. So. Yeah, he really does. But one one question I got for you, dude, is like, where where did George Kittle go during the playoffs, dude? Like, you know what, I know dude? he caught a touchdown, <laughs> but that was one of his two receptions. If Previous game, his, he was kind of a non-factor. So if you look at his stats all year, kind of down a little bit. He's been more. He's he's been blocking a lot, man. Uh, he, he dropped a big pass against the Packers, right? That was a big drop. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, he was he was he was catching things thrown at him. He was just he was just pat he was just blocking him. You know how Kyle Shanahan is. He was he's he's a big emotion guy. You know, he likes throwing the ball a lot. He was just blocking. He was just blocking uh, uh pass rushers, man. I mean, it, it was all there was to it. Um, he seems good at that. I think <laughs> I think. Uh, I think it's important that next year Trey Lance like they they use Kittle a little more. Well, I was gonna say, dude, like. You got to use Kittle's talents as more as a blocker. Like I get it when you're facing Von Miller, you're facing you know yeah. uh, Leonard Leonard Floyd. You want him to chip up at the line, but like you look at what Kelsey does in, in Kansas City. He's making big plays. He's making big plays all the time. Well, look dude. at that catch. I mean, there's another catch that in, against Green Bay. I don't know if you saw. You know, Kittle jumps over with one hand and, and like reels it in at the sideline. Yeah. Like he does things like that. Use the guy for crying out loud. Yeah, right. you're right, hundred percent. I think that he needs to be used more. He needs to be targeted more. The one thing I will say is like. Kittle, when he's when when uh, they realize that he's you know going out there for a pass, he gets double covered a lot, man. 
it's almost Jimmy G loves to target him when he's open. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I I, I couldn't tell you the amount of times when I've seen Kittle open downfield and it's just like, oh, there finally he's open. There's nobody on the guy somehow, you know. He's usually got like two guys on him. He's a tough guy to bring down. So, I mean, that was different. I think that was a big difference as well, you know, back in 2019, 2020. Kittle made a ton of big plays. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was running downfield. It was tough to bring him down. He was he was the guy, man. And this year wasn't really as much. He wasn't really as much the guy, you know. So hopefully Trey Lance can can find him a little more next year. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, excitement. Uh, a little sad today, but if you're a Niners fan, just just keep your head up. Team's gonna be good next year. We're gonna be right there. I think we're we're, we're gonna be 13, 12 win team next year. Uh, I, I we beat some. We we. Great run, end of the year, right? Nine and two run, nine and three run with the, with the Rams game. So it's 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 looking great, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, as a Bears fan, dude, like, even though like the feeling today is shitty, you know, it's sad, but like, dude, I haven't even felt that since the double doink, and that was just a wild card <laughs> game, dude. Like, you know, the Bears have it was all the way back to what was it, 2011, 2010, the NFC Championship game against Rogers. the Packers. Yeah, yeah. I so, dude, that. it's been. 10 years now since, you know, Bears fans have even felt anything like this. So yeah. it's a good thing if you if you feel like the way you feel now, you know. Yeah, man. Like it's, I, it's really – it's a good thing, dude. And it's down, year man. after year with the Niners. Yeah. Don't, so. get, don't get me wrong, man. I'm, I'm happy the team is – like, I'm happy the team is the way it is, man. Like, it's, it's great. Like, we're looking good. We've got two NFC Championship games after three years. That's impressive. That's an impressive feat. Um, I mean, the Rams and the Niners are kind of like the – the tone setters in the NFC, right? Rams went to the Super Bowl, you know, two times in the last four years, right? Niners, two out of three NFC championship games. Uh, and then you got the Chiefs in the AFC, four straight championship games. That's crazy, man. Like, so you're seeing like some teams create like their dynasties right now. It's kind of like their era kind of thing. So, yeah, I fully expect the Niners to win, uh, you know, 13, 14 games next year, in my opinion. They're that good. They're that talented. Um, and we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, how about we talk some baseball stuff really quick, man? I mean, there's really nothing there, but there's some there's some stuff, I guess. Um, they're talking tomorrow. Today's Monday. Tomorrow being Tuesday. They're talking about some economic stuff. So, I mean, here's to hoping, man. That's all I got right now, right? That's all we got. That's all we have, baseball coming up. So. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, as far as baseball, like – It sucks, man. It does suck because – like traditionally in past years, once both of our football teams are out of it at this about, time of the year, you talk about baseball, dude. About, because you know, Luis Robert lacing up the cleats, heading right. over to, yeah. to Arizona. Because, dude, tomorrow's going to be February 1st. Shortly, pitchers, catchers will be reporting in a couple weeks or yeah, a, few a few days, days dude. Man. Yeah. Third and fourth of February. Right. Yeah. Sure. Catchers or pitchers, catchers are reporting. So, dude, usually once both of your football teams are out of it, you just flip the switch and, and you move on great, to the next thing. It feels great to think about. Like, right. I'm thinking about it. Like, you get warm weather like, thoughts, dude. You can start thinking about um, – Even with the Cubs being bad, you still have some things to look at and be happy. Cubs will be for. good. So, See, slow the roll bad. there. Hey, Cubs will be fine. Everybody starts in first, man. Everybody starts in first, you know? Yeah. So, But, no, I have heard some news that they're kind of, you know, willing to negotiate a little bit more. They're willing to kind of open up talks a little bit. It I, sounds like the players are making more realistic, like, I guess ask, I guess, or right. not like saying, Hey, we want all this change. You know, you got to have change. You can have change, but you can't have so much of it at once. You know, it can't be that drastic. You got to go slowly over time. That's the way it is. And like the players union is finally, you know, stepping down from what they're asking for, I guess, is what's going on. Not that we're a part of those talks, but just from what people are saying and they're meeting tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, hopefully some stuff comes out of that dude. Cause 
shit rim nothing to talk about here in a little bit if they, know, if they don't start talking dude basketball we're gonna get creative yeah i know man it's like we said we're, we're probably gonna talk about nascar and that's probably something that's coming up and then we got our ufc podcast that me and uh, gonzalo are gonna do we're gonna get predictions this time because we did not last time and we usually do pretty good on those it's a big card so we'll be we'll be giving that probably coming up this next weekend here but yeah man 25 minutes in here it's the memorial to the niners uh i guess we can Super Bowl talk will be, you know, next week because Super Bowl's two weeks from here. Uh, lines are still opening up and changing, like, drastically, so we'll wait on that. Um, yeah. I mean, dude, something we didn't talk about, though, was the Chiefs, man. They blew it. They blew it. The Chiefs blew it. Um, Joe Burrow's a champ. He's a winner. He's dude, a Joe winner. Burrow's a winner, dude. He's a winner. He really is. He's one of those guys, trophy dude. trophy winner. College championship winner. Super Bowl competitor yeah in his second year in the nfl right yeah he could be the first quarterback ever ever in the history of the nfl history of college football to win a national championship win the heisman and win the super bowl with the cigar in his mouth at dude. the same time yeah i mean dude he, he beat he beat the chiefs and like you know the look on his face was like it was like happy but like are you actually happy though for me like that's when i looked at the guy i was like you, you don't look like you're going to the super bowl i feel yeah. like i don't know man he's like smoking a cigar and they call him joe cool badass man just bad bad dude like a bad guy you know he's got like he's like i'm i'm better than this guy against me like that's the kind of attitude he is he's a bad guy man like i love it yeah love it man i agree he's just a bona fide winner dude he's a bona fide winner and i mean dude the chiefs they were up 21 to 3 talk about blowing a lead 21 to 3 at home that would and hurt. you score three points in the second half that would hurt my soul with with their offense with their their firepower and offense score three points in the second half at home Talk about inexcusable, dude. Like that, I couldn't believe it. I honestly couldn't believe it. Open the door for the Bengals to walk right in, take back the lead, and ended up beating them at home, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, Bengals, man, they they uh, they're they're defying the odds. Honestly, nobody would have thought. My dad said it was probably the most shocking victory he's ever seen in his life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like you could ask a lot of people, man. Twenty-one to three, like you're putting it away. You're just chilling. We were we were chilling, drinking beers, and we look over at the TV, and it's like. Wow, they're coming back, you know, and they 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 did and they won. So I mean, Mahomes is the pick in the overtime, man. Like, yes, the Bengals defense was looking really good, man. Looking really good. Um, so I think it'll be a better Super Bowl than people think, dude. I don't know, dude. I think the Rams. I do. I think, dude, the Bengals defense is good. The Bengals defense is good, and it's who knows good, about their man. offense, man? The offense could sneaky put up 24, 24 listen, to dude, thirty points against listen, the Rams. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. Like I don't care who. This is not even a biased perception here of anything here. I mean, you could call it whatever you want. The Niners are so well matched up with the Rams because their their offensive line is so damn good. That's why the Rams didn't sack Jimmy G once yesterday. Now, they got to him. They applied pressure, of course, but there's there's very little teams in the league that can block that rush from the Rams. And I don't think the Bengals are one of them. I think Joe Burrow is going to have to think quick, and he's going to have to get it done quick, man. Because otherwise, he's going to be. Sacked he's proved he can. Well, he got dude. He got sacked how many times against the against the Tigers? Every game, every every single game, he's he got sacked, sacked a lot. nine times. Right. Against the Rams, Aaron Donald, Von Miller. Yeah. He could get sacked fifteen times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got sacked nine times against the Titans. I mean, they're not. They're not. They're good. But they don't have the weapons on a defense. Freaking Rams do, man. I mean, I'm 15 of stretch, but nine against against the Titans. You don't think the Rams can do that now? I mean, ah. that is very true. 
I don't know, man. I'm excited to see it a little bit, I guess. I'm rooting for the Bengals, so hopefully the Bengals turn out and win. Uh, you got a quick beef? Uh, yeah, quick beef of the week. Um, so, let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. Uh, all right. My beef of the week is with my uh, my girlfriend. <laughs> what happened, man? What happened? Um, you, got, you got a, you got a minute and a half to explain here. The other week, or the other week, last week we were just, uh, we were just chilling at the place, watching, uh, watching TV, watching some sports, and then she hits me with the, uh, we watch sports too much. Oh no! She hit me with the we watch sports too much, dude. So my beef of the week is with her. Think that we watch too much sports. I don't think that's even possible. But uh, you know, dude, when your GF says that, you got to, uh, got to switch things up. So I had to take a night off, watch the sports, put on some, uh, I don't know, some Netflix show or something like that. So that's my beef for the week, dude. Her telling me that I watch too much sports. It's a tough beef, man, especially in this time, right? You got ch- it's championship football, dude. Time, championship man. football, it's basketball, college basketball, right? college basketball, yeah. NBA, dude. It's just sports every night, all night, and uh, yeah, dude. Oh, Hurt a little bit. I feel that, man. I feel that. You don't gotta tell me twice. So, yeah, I guess my quick beef is with anybody out there giving Jimmy Garoppolo shit, especially if you're a Niners fan, cut it out, man. Cut it out. This man got us to two out of three NFC Championship games. I know, oh, who do, they did it in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo, not because of him. I hate it, dude. I hate it. Jimmy Garoppolo is a decent quarterback. He's had, he's had some rough patches. He stepped up to the plate when he needed to. He made some decent drives against the Packers, against the Cowboys as well. He makes mistakes, man. A lot of quarterbacks do. There's that's why we talk about Mahomes and Brady a lot because they're good. Um, but nevertheless, if you're a Niners fan, cut it out, man. Jimmy G was our boy. Um, we got 15 seconds left here. That was my beef, Ryan. I will see you in a few days. We're probably gonna shoot another pod. We got a couple coming. Um, everybody, peace out. Thank you for listening to the freshest episode of the 12-6 podcast. <laughs>